Hey guys, good morning. How are you? This is Danny Smith, DK Ministries, and this is DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. And we're glad to talk to you today. And uh, if you will find your copy of God's Word and open it up to the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 through 13, Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 through 13. If you're new to the podcast this morning, I'll tell you that uh, as we turn here, we're not looking uh, to discover every spiritual or theological or anything else that uh, you know people have found and and uh, tried to you know scare people with or, or make a big deal of. We're not looking, you know, we're not on some hunt for some new truth per se. We are looking to see what Jesus has said. Uh, to the seven churches of the book of Revelation and find out what that means to us today in the churches in which we have or we live or would we go to, however you want to say it. And so that's what we're doing this morning. We're not looking to find every every secret thing that could be found or overturn every rock that's there or all these other things that people have in the book of Revelation. So if you're here for the first time, don't worry about that. But... I hope when we get through today, yes, oh, okay, well, that, you know, that, that was something that's true, something's good, and something that was needed. We are glad that you are here. If you're finding your copy of God's Word, I'll remind you again, this is DK Ministries, Proclaiming the Word Podcast. I am Danny Smith, your Bible teacher for DK Ministries, and there are a number of ways that you can, you can get in touch with us, of course. First one uh, would be on the Facebook. We have a Facebook page. You can message us there. We'd appreciate that. Love to hear from you. Or our favorite way to hear from you is, is by email, and it's easy to reach us dspreacherman at gmail.com all lowercase dspreacherman at gmail.com all lowercase and we'd love to hear from you let us know what you think of the podcast let us know if you're listening still listening beginning to listen or however you know whatever whatever the reality is for you we thank you for listening and hope that you'll tell others about the podcast now as i said revelation chapter 3 Verses 7 through 13, the faithful church, as a lot of people call this, or the church of brotherly love, the church of Philadelphia. Uh, the, the term, the phrase, the name means love of the brethren, but we have in our society translated for so long uh, brotherly love. And so we'll just, we'll just stay with that. It's not necessarily wrong. It's not necessarily an uh, 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 improper um, application it's just that it's you know it's, it's just that our modern uh, phraseology of it I guess you could say so and to the angel the church of Philadelphia right these things is he who is holy he who is true uh, he who has the key of David he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens I, I, I know your works and, and see I've sit before you an open door and no one can shut it for you have a little strength kept my word and have not denied my name uh, indeed I will make uh, I will make those of the synagogue say to say they are Jews that are not rely indeed I make them come and worship before you and, and to know that I have loved you because you've kept my command to persevere also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall upon the whole world uh, to test those who dwell on the earth I behold I am coming quickly hold fast what you have that no one may take a crown he who overcomes I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God and he who shall go out no more I, I will write on him the name of my God and the name of my uh, of the city of my God the new Jerusalem which comes down out of heaven from my God and I will write on him my new name he who has ear let him hear what the spirit says uh, to the churches and, and so as you as you begin to read this letter man there's so much 
Uh, there, there's so much uh, being being told. These churches here, Jesus identifies himself, uh, says some things about who he is, and things as, as has been a pattern. And then he tells them, you know, there's an open door, and no one can shut the door. You have a little strength. You're not, you know, you're not big. You're not powerful. You're not overwhelming, but you can do what I've called you to do. Is what he's telling them. But uh, you've kept my word. That's that's wonderful. That's great. And you not uh, denied my name. And then he says, I'm going to keep you from that hour of trial. Uh, which is going to come upon the world, and, and to all those who, uh, you know, uh, to test those who dwell on earth. And then he says, "I'm coming quickly," which doesn't, you know, just means when it happens, it happens. It doesn't, it doesn't mean it's happening in the next five minutes. But when it does happen, it's going to happen quickly. Well, all this is is one of the things that um, come out of this. If you've been listening to our podcast, we, we've been trying to identify some things that apply to the church today or should apply to the church today or, or we understand applies to the church today about what Jesus is telling each particular church and then, and then get a truth from it or something that we want to know about it. And, and so what we want to be, uh, according to this, is a church uh, that is expecting the return of Jesus. I believe this church was expecting the return of Jesus. Now, when I say we're expecting the return of Jesus, I, I don't, you know, it's not in the next 10 minutes. And so we get disappointed that it happened. But we are expecting Jesus to come back as something that we are looking for. But that is not, that is not the rabbit we're going to chase today. That's not, <laughs> that's not the truth we're going to hammer on to you today. I do hope you're looking for expecting the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What we're going to talk about today is the fact that God revealed, Jesus revealed, the Lord revealed, however you want to say it. To this church that there was opposition, but there were also opportunities. And and I got to tell you the truth, to every faithful church and to every faithful Christian, that same reality still applies today. There's opposition, but there's also opportunities. And and we have to decide if we're gonna, you know, if we're gonna take advantage of the opportunities. If God's opened a door for something, no one can shut it. But we don't have to walk through it. He didn't force us to walk through it. I could, and I will, I think, ask you, uh, you know, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, you think, because I couldn't see it anyway. <laughs> How many of you have ever, you know, ever realized you missed an opportunity God had sat there before you? It could be in so many things, so many, you know, it, it could be just anything. Most of us do know, most of us can see, most of us can realize, most of us even think about from time to time opportunities we've missed because we did not for some reason go through the door that God had opened for us and it wasn't shut by man and, and it stayed open uh, because of the power of God and, and, and may even today technically be open but we haven't gone through it. Uh, it, it is such a such a reality. Sunday morning as I was getting ready uh, for church and, and doing anything. I was doing preaching on this passage of Scripture. In fact, at Taylor Creek Baptist Church, what a great bunch of people. If you get a chance to come see us one time, if you're in the area, our service begins at 1030. Uh, man, they just bless my heart. But anyway, so as I was preparing, going to prepare, go over my sermon that I had prepared, I guess I should say, uh, Sunday morning, I came across in my Bible reading, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9. Now, I knew this passage is here. I've read the Bible a number of times. You don't care about that. But anyway, when I read it, I thought, oh, okay, Lord, I understand. This is what the passage says. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9, for a great door, for a great, excuse me, for a great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. 
And suddenly, although I'd been studying this passage all week, and I, I, I'd been reading where uh, Jesus had told them uh, that he had uh, opened a door for them and no one could shut it, but they had a little strength. They weren't real powerful in their own, but they had kept his word and they had not denied his name. And well, there was this door that was open and, and then Paul talks about uh, that same reality that uh, he uses different phraseology right there, but basically the same thing Jesus said to this church is the same thing Paul was saying about his life. And most of us say, well, uh, there has been lots of opposition, but there have been lots of opportunities. And, and the truth is we have to decide if we're going to take the opportunity or if we're going to allow ourselves to be, you know, bowled over or whatever you want to say by uh, the opposition. The truth is this is something, uh, this is something that, I've come to see, you've come to see, you've come to realize it. It may be, it may not be something that uh, we could quantify, as Dr. Don Maxwell says, uh, or said, I guess he still says it today. Uh, but anyway, the trouble is that negative, negative talk, negative things have a long, long reach. And that, and that reach lasts us. But positive, not so much for some reason. Well, we'll dwell on the negative. Oh my gosh, I missed a field goal to, a fumbled ball, you know, a bad pitch. And we just, you know, we'll focus on those things forever. Uh, what, you know, just in life, that's sports analogies. We can use so many analogies in life. But then when great things happen, we just, oh, that's good, and, and, and go on. Dr. John Maxwell, as I said, mentioned his name a moment ago. Uh, he taught in, uh, in one of his books that I read, and I've read a number of them, so I'm not going to tell you. Uh, I'll try to give you which book he was in, and in fact, it was probably in a number of them. But anyway, he would he, he said that I don't think he had quote unquote research, but I think it was a personal experience, and I think he's pretty well right. But anyway, he would say, or said, as tall, whatever you want to say it, that for every negative comment someone gives you, it takes ten positive ones to offset it. And I, I haven't done research either, so I'm not going to give you the stats or anything like this, but I'm from private experience. I say that's pretty close to right. I've seen people doing great. Somebody says something negative, and oh, it takes a long time to overcome that. I think in my own life, I could probably say that as well. In yours, you could probably say it. It, it. Opposition is the problem there. And due to opposition, we will always face, as a church, uh, there's always this, this tendency to understand that even the faithful church, because of opposition, will back away or or back down, or sit down, or walk away. But if we keep our expectation for the return of Jesus where it needs to be, it is, yes, it is easier uh, to remain faithful. And this church apparently had done that. And one of the ways we knew that, uh, we know that, of course, their name is you know, Love of the Brethren, or, or, or Brotherly Love. They, they seem to be you know, a loving church. They seem to be a, a church that's not condemned, and a, a, a church that has a lot of people doing the right way. And Jesus presented himself to this church uh, as he that is holy. Now, the open door, uh, the open door that Jesus spoke of in this uh, in, in this passage, in this chapter, to this church, reminds us that all of us have doors that have been opened to us. All of us have opportunities, but we don't always take advantage of them. There were at least two obstacles that the church had to overcome to walk through those doors. First, it was their own lack of strength. Uh, they were not a large church. They were not a strong church, but they were a faithful one. And they could if they would, do great things. All they had to do was continue to walk through the door. Well, you and I, my friend, we, we were in the same spot. 
we may not be the strongest, we not, may not be the most powerful, but neither one of those things matter if we're faithful. And God has put before us an open door, whatever that door is. I, uh, I hesitate. You know, when you preach or teach, you, sometimes you get through and you go, oh, that's too many personal examples. And, you know, people will miss the point. Of course, we learn through our own experiences and things like that. But I will tell you what I have seen in life so many times from people who are doing good things, great things, powerful things for God. It is not, it is not that they are strong personally. It is that they're faithful personally. And their own lack of strength that they had uh, becomes a strength because they don't rely on themselves. They rely on God. Uh, and, and they let God empower them, enable them, and bless them, and lead them, and guide them, and direct them. And, and I could go on with the edges. But you and I today, we need to learn this lesson. Do not let our own personal lack of strength be a hindrance to us being willing to walk through the door that God has for us. Now, I don't know what door God's opened for you today. I, I'm not trying to guess. I'm not trying to uh, even tell you or, or uh, help you imagine what that door might be because I don't know. God's will for your life is just that. God's will for your life. But I will tell you that he's opened that door and you don't have to have, you don't have to be the strongest, most powerful person. You just need to be faithful. In, in, in this church, apparently not the biggest, not the most powerful, not the most personally strong, they could walk through the door. The second, the second obstacle the church faced was the opposition of others. Uh, the Jews in the city opposed them. And, and, and of course, as, as always, the people who bought into the Roman worship things and all the other things that, that go along with that, they, they opposed them too. Anybody, it, it, it's always been, this has always been true. Anybody that's going to oppose the church that's calling for change, uh, that, that's calling for revival, that's calling for, you know, an awareness, a, a time of confession of sin and repentance of sin, there's always going to be opposition to that. Anytime you, uh, you preach the truth and, and try to live the truth and share the truth and, and call people to the truth, there's always going to be an opposition to that. And it is an obstacle. There have been many people in a number of churches, and, and I can't give you the number for either one, but I can, from my experience of listening to folks and seeing things, who have missed their moment because they they allowed the opposition uh, to back them down and back them off and back them away. Now, this church, it was there for them. They had to decide what to do. I hope that they did it. You see, the truth is, unbelief sees the obstacles, but faith sees the opportunities. And, and what happens to you and I is sometimes we need to realize, hey, we're looking more... At, at the obstacles because we're talking more about what we can't do and, and why we can't do it and, and why it can't be done. All these, well, when that happens, we're focusing on obstacles. We can do what God has called us to do. Now, if you want to say, yeah, right, well, we can. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not going to say it's going to fall into our laps, but we can do it. God can enable us, empower us, and equip us to do those things he's called us to do. And yes, uh, yes, there will be some, you know, uh, I'll use the word and I kind of use it reluctantly because uh, of because people who are looking for theological, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, bears to the beat or whatever, uh, use it. But it may cause us to work or to serve or, or to do more than we expected or more than we wanted. But we can do everything that God calls us to do. 
uh, the, God did not say, Jesus did not promise that everything would be easy. What he said to them was the door was opened and no one was going to shut it, but they had to walk through it. Fear, unbelief, and delay have caused the church to miss many God-given opportunities. I, I, I don't know why this church would have hesitated. Now, I can't tell you everything they did. We don't have the history of that. Uh, I'm not sure that that's even the point of this story. So I'm just going to move quickly and remind you of some things that, that Jesus told this church. And uh, he, I think he's telling us that. Number, in verse, if you look at verse 9, uh, where, you know, you, you've hopefully got it from you. You can look at it. If you look at verse 9, uh, he makes it clear that Jesus is going to take care of their enemies. In other words, he's going to fight their battles for them. He's going to lead them, guide them, direct them, and show them the way. Just read that verse, and you'll understand uh, that, well, God, when God leads, God protects. When God leads, God blesses. When God leads, you know, God, 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 God shows the way and, you know, gives us that, that distance between our enemies we need. That doesn't mean there won't be a battle. My friend, if you're looking, uh, if you're looking for the, the no battle life, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. It's not walking with Christ. It's not walking with God because there's always oppositions and obstacles. Uh, to the holy way, to the right way, the godly way, and and we need to uh, we need to be aware of that. But we need to understand that God's going to help us, and He's going to take care of those who oppose us, or whatever, by whatever means uh, He sees fit. Uh, God promised them; Jesus promised them in verse ten that He was going to keep them from trouble or tribulation, you know, uh, from the trials, and you know, and what this meant to them is <coughs> that while they had to walk through the door where they would be. Uh, there would be difficult days. He would keep them from that most difficult time. The truth is, it's more difficult in the life of a Christian not to walk through the doors that God opens for us than to walk through the doors. You say, what? I'm, I'm just telling you. You will have more difficulty, more trouble, because you haven't walked through the door that God's opened for you than you will if you walk through the door. And God keeps us from trouble uh, quote unquote, we want to do. He said, Brother Danny, are you saying that if we just do what God wants us to do, there won't be any trouble? No, I've already answered that. What I'm telling you is, quote unquote, the trouble, all capital letters, he will keep us from. It, it, while there may be heartbreak, hard, you know, hard things along the way, he's going to offer us protection. He's going to offer us direction. He's going to offer us the way to go. And, and, then, and then the third thing that God promised this church, and I think promises us as well, is that he's going to, you know, he's going to, he was going to honor them and, and he was going to, you know, lift them up and he was going to protect them, over, you know, and, 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 and place them and, and, and give them strength. And that's in verse 12. And I think if you, you go back and look at it, you'll see what God does for us. If we walk through the doors that God has given to us, you say, Brother Danny, I, golly, I, I, you know, you've said an awful lot today, but you, you haven't really brought together for me. I know. Because each one of these things require us to do it ourselves. So I guess today what I want to tell you is <laughs> the good news. No, I don't know if it's good news. The reality is there is in your life and there will be in your life. There is in my life and there will be in my life opportunities. But there will be obstacles. There will be opportunities to serve the Lord. Opportunity to accomplish things for the kingdom. Opportunities to, to reach people. To make an impact in the lives of people. But there will be obstacles along the way. And there will be those who will do everything they can, everything in their power, to keep you from walking through the door that God has opened for you. 
No, I don't know why it's that way. Yes, I've experienced it. I, yes, uh, listen, um, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what God wants you to do. There will be people opposed to it. But you have the opportunity to do the very thing that God has asked you to do. Well, that is the story, or that is the letter of brotherly love. A church that reminded us, and reminds us even now, or reminds me, I guess I should say, that one of the things we have to do is keep the expectation of Jesus' return. A person who keeps that expectation really has a desire to be found faithful. And a person who wants to be found faithful is a person who wants to go through the door that God opens for them. Well, listen, I hope this, I hope, I hope this is been something you've enjoyed. I hope this has been something that has reminded you that obstacles is not a sign that God has abandoned us or that God has forgotten us or God has deserted us. And it's not even a sign that we have misunderstood what God wanted. It's a sign. It's a part of life that there's going to be difficulty, going to be obstacles, going to be trouble along the way. But there are many opportunities. The Apostle Paul shared that. Now, he was an apostle and he knew he had both. The church in Philadelphia, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that frog that comes in people's throats sometimes has jumped in mind this morning. And, and, and all of us have obstacles, but look at the opportunities. If our churches today, <clears throat> if the people of God today will begin to just walk through the door that God has opened for them, not delay. Sometimes what happens is we eventually walk through the door and we miss so much because we waited so long. My challenge to you today is to see the door that God has opened for you and walk through it. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't, don't fret over it. Just do it. Remember what Paul said. For a great and effective door is open to me, and there are many adversaries. But there is a God who can enable and empower, bless and lead, we have, we have college students. We have uh, people who are working on degrees in various fields who, 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 who have struggled and who are preparing for a difficult uh, semester ahead of them who wonder about the obstacle before them. My friend, let me tell you, it's a great opportunity to do something God wants to eventually use you to do in this time of preparation. is necessary. There are many people who face a great, in, in his pulse, an effective door to do something. But there will be, there are many adversaries. Do not let the enemy win. Do not give in to the adversary. Walk through the door. The Savior has opened for you. God bless you. This has been DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. I am Danny Smith, your Bible teacher for DK Ministries. We have gone over time today. But thank you for listening. Hey, let us hear from you. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all our case. Let us hear from you. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you, uh, what you feel about the podcast and what's on your mind. I'm so glad you listened. Thank you for listening. Let us know you listen. As you know, our, our goal is not to sell you something, to give you something. And so I want to give you a thought for the day as, as it is. There are before you some obstacles, but there are some great opportunities. Don't focus on the obstacles. 
Accept the opportunities and walk through the door that God opens for you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. We will be back probably next Wednesday. This seems to work for us. Uh, This is DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. Hey, share this podcast with somebody. Listen to it. Tell them how to get a hold of it. Let us know what you think of it. Look us up on the Facebook, as my friend says, and send us a message or or do it our favorite way. Send us an email, dspreacherman at gmail.com. All our case and go, Denny. Listen to the podcast. Thank you for those. And you can, you're welcome, you know, say the critical thing. Hey, you need to get better at this. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. God bless you. We'll see you next time.